2: The following is a fourth-hand production.
0: The second annual Bayou City Paranormal
3: Symposium is here, April 25th and 26th at the Pasadena Convention Center. Special guests include John Zappes, Katie Stafford, the Clean Brothers, and more. Two spine-tingling interactive exhibits, including the fan-favorite Psychomantium two. Over 40 vendors and
2: exhibitors will be on hand. Free vendor shopping all weekend. Discounted pre-sale tickets and VIP available now. Bayou City's premier event for the things that go bump in the night. Go to wolfevents.com for tickets and more info
1: What? No. You suck.
2: Attention, Kmart shoppers. Welcome back to another episode of What the Suck. I'm James.
3: And I am Chris.
2: And today's lovely shite fest.
3: Shite, aye, aye, aye.
2: Widely regarded as one of the worst films to come out of Hollywood. I like that. Today's lovely shit fest is the 1959 movie Night of the Ghouls. And just by the sound of it, Holy shit. It's a winner. Sounds like a winner. It's a winner. A to me. winner. Yep. yep. Let's, let's let's do it. Yep. It is directed by Ed Wood. The infamous famous the Infamous Ed Wood. Plan nine from Outer Space Ed Wood. <laughs> Produced by Ed Wood and written by Ed Wood. So, so you, what you know that means quality. That's the triple threat. That's yep. right, that's quality right there. Starring Keen Duncan, Duke Moore, and Torah Johnson. And a few others probably. I'm sure a few other assholes. Yeah. Uh, cinematography is William C. Thompson, edited by Ed Wood. Oh, my God, that's a fourfer.
3: He saved a ton of money doing most of this shit by himself. I, he did the whole damn
2: thing. Oh, yeah. The color process is black and white, of course. The release date, direct-to-video, was 1984. Uh doesn't have the theatrical release here for some reason. I don't see it. No. It has a running time of 69 long-ass agonizing motherfucking minutes it does seem like
3: these shorter films these older films that are like an hour long it does go on a lot fucking longer than our two hour films that we watch
2: it does and it What i guess it's just the uh you know like i said last like our last episode was actually quite entertaining but it did seem long as hell for an hour and 15 minute movie
3: yeah I, i guess they try to cram as much shit as they can in the hour yep but like good lord like it it feels like it should be over, and it's only halfway through.
2: Yep, yeah. the synopsis reads as such: "Night of the Ghouls," starring Ken Duncan, Duke Moore, Velda Maslin, and Criswell. Just Criswell. Just Criswell. Just Criswell. That's not the yeah. amazing Criswell. Just Criswell. It's like it's like share. Just share. Yeah, I guess. Undoubtedly, the worst film to come out of Hollywood. "Night of the Ghouls" is an incredibly cheap, trashy film. I love trashy.
3: Yep, I love trashy. About
2: a phony psychic, Doctor Acula. No. Get it, Doctor Acula. Doctor Acula.
3: Get it, Dracula.
2: What? Well, Acula, Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the you fuck? You got to say it right. Who? Who pretends to bring back, bring the dead back, blah, to life in order to bilk? bereaved clients out of their money what a bastard he's a classy shyster yep producer ed wood known for his notoriously cheap films hit a new (laughs) low with night (laughs) of the ghouls a film so bad that even he was ashamed to release it now that is fucking awesome that's a winner if you can stop laughing long enough, you'll wonder how anyone could have ever made a film this bad. Hardly worth the celluloid it <laughs> was filmed on. Night of the Ghouls is a final stinker in a trilogy of terrible films begun by Bride of the Monster in 1956 and continued with that all-time turkey, Plan 9 from outer space, if anybody cares. All right. Sounds <laughs> like a winner. Sounds like a winner to yep. me. Yep. All right, so uh, I guess do you want to go over the uh, rating? Yeah, I'll go over the rating briefly. Everybody knows how we do this. If you don't, consult previous episodes. That's right. We do rate our movies on a on a shit emoji scale. One being good, five being holy shit. The worst of the worst. The, the worst of, of the, the worst. Shit. The Fica della matter. Exactly, that's So right. basically, if we give it a one, it's actually one of your better movies, one you're going to keep, you know... Uh, one of those ones you pull out parties and stuff like that. You'll too. watch over and over. For and sure. then they progressively get worse from there. So you get it to the five and then the five. And, and then five is when you want to go slam your head in a walk in freezer door or run into traffic, you know, something. Watch it once and forget about it. Yes, that is correct.
3: So, all right, well, shall we get on with the review? I'm
2: actually looking forward to this. I (laughs) am, too. Just from that synopsis alone, I'm looking forward to seeing what a piece
3: of shit this is. I have not seen it yet, so I'm pretty excited to watch it.
2: Oh, God help us. Here we go. Now I tell you a tale of the threshold, people.
0: So astounding that some of you may think. Where
2: do I report a stolen car?
0: Come in here. Well, your call got me just as I was getting out of
2: the shower. That clapper on the door was meant for announcing visitors. Through my powers of the supernatural, I and I alone can bring him to this room
0: tonight. What do you want? Oh, I'm frightened, Carl. Of what?
2: Let everyone stay where they are. You're all under arrest. There's my
0: hat. Keep your voice down, will you?
2: Well, at least we know where Dr. Accolade is. And you may join us soon. Uh, Mother of Pearl. Man, that, again, what f- uh, Jesus. one um, hour
3: long felt like five hours of my life gone. It sucks. Yep. Yeah.
2: Sixty nine minutes of pure mind numbing um, non horror psychobabble <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, supernatural, psychobabble drama, poorly acted. Yeah. Um the only thing about this movie so far off the beginning was the music. The music's the typical fifty stuff. Yep. Other than that, yipe.
3: I enjoy the atmosphere. Um I mean definitely you know, it's made in the 50s. It feels of the 50s, so I enjoyed that seeing the cars and just the, uh, the like, I love the detective that's uh, investigating this house in a fucking tuxedo. In a tuxedo. In, tux- <laughs> in, tux- in a full-on tuxedo.
2: Well, you know, damn inspector interrupted his plans that you're going out of the house. But changed, we'll get though. to that in a minute. But um, I will say... Unfortunately, this one is dreadfully narrated by some dick muncher. Yeah. I have no idea All who it is. All fucking time. But he sounds like this, and he talks like this the entire movie. There's no inflection in his voice. No. It's- so I was thinking maybe I will do the entire review like the damn uh, narrator, but... Uh, Please don't. No. Please don't. No. no
3: let's not. Let's, let's save our poor listeners' ears so and we- mind. <laughs> All right, so we starts off with uh, the Cress Chriswell coming out of a coffin, very much Vincent Price. No, it's not Vincent Price. I'm sorry, um, Peter uh, Vincent from Fright Night. Okay. Yeah, uh, coming out to be our host to tell us about the evening events that are
2: going. Blood, 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 blood. Come on in.
3: Yeah, so it's just some blonde fuck coming out of a coffin. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> bitchy, bitchy. Then we get the credits. Whoop de fucking do,
2: and then we go to the police station, which I don't know why. I guess you know they don't explain it why the cops are there and all this shit. Um, we get a lecture first of all about people driving and shit, and we get this weird like little montage of uh, like
3: yeah juvenile delinquency juvenile
2: delinquency, and this fucker rolls a car and kills himself, and mind you. That was the only death you see for quite a while.
3: And we get like... like,
2: and They talk about delinquency, and you see a bunch of kids sitting in a little diner, and a couple of them are dancing and stuff.
3: You get different shots of, di- of different those groups. Oh, damn of, kids. <clears throat> different groups of kids like either dancing or fighting or beating each other up. I mean, it, it, it's, yep. it's like a five-minute diatribe on like juvenile delinquency. And I'm
2: just going to tell you guys, Chris and I are deeply challenged on this one. This is another one of those movies that really had... Nothing to go with, except extremely corny acting, very poor effects, comic, and, and just it's almost comical it's in just, its nature. It's yeah. it's fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. Then you get these two bozo old people in the car, I mean, we'll they, just call them, we'll just call them uh, Fred and Ethel. Fred and Ethel, yeah. They, <laughs> they are
3: goofy as fuck.
2: And they look exactly alike, they except do. he's got glasses yeah. and a hat on.
3: Yeah, and she just doesn't. and she
2: and she just has a hat on and damn they ugly. Yeah, and I also made note that his head is actually taller than the roof, so I don't know how they edited that out. Uh huh. But his head goes up farther than the roof goes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty fucking stupid. And the typical fifties oversteering, you know, they're going down the road. Hey, what the hell? Anyway, but, they, they pull the fuck off the road for no reason. They're, yeah. they're driving. The old lady's bitching him out. Henrik, whatever his fucking name is. Just nagging him and shit. So he pulls the fuck over. And this is where we get the first, quote unquote, ghoul of the movie. But the, it's a good looking ghoul. The woman in white. The woman in white.
3: Who just stares at him and doesn't do shit, but stares at him intently.
2: But yet, all of a sudden... The car was running fine, but then it's as this turning. bitch is walking at them at a half a mile an hour,
3: it stops running.
2: They, they, they can't get it started. Nope. And then she turns around and goes back into the woods, and then the car starts.
3: And then they get out of there.
2: No threat. And that's the scene. no nothing. Done. That's it. Done. Bullshit. And then we go back to the police station, where the only one who really has any shred of acting ability is the inspector. The inspector, yeah. The inspector chief sitting behind the desk, smoking his cigarette and. He's ordering this guy, uh detective, detective tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> comes in and he is obviously he's got plans for the evening, but I don't know where this fuck inspector uh, orders him to go and investigate Dr. Acula. Acula's house. He was right. Dr. Acula. I was I was I said Acula, but you know, I was just being stupid. But Dr. Acula. Everybody get that one. I think they got it this time. Yeah, you, you okay. can move on. <laughs> <laughs> move the fuck on. So he basically they get in an argument. Uh-huh. And the guy's telling him, you're going to go out and argue. Well, I ain't going to hell with that. I bought these damn tickets. I'm taking my wife out and blah, blah, blah. So he argues with him. But then he caves like he goes, real simple. Yeah, And he shows up. He doesn't call his wife. He no. just takes the fuck off.
3: <laughs> and he shows up and he's, he's still in his tuxedo. And he gets out of the car and he puts his fucking top hat on. It, it, his top hat. <laughs> Even though he's going to investigate a house, yes, he's he's wearing a fucking top hat he with a tuxedo.
2: Hey, the car's badass, though. car's nice, yeah. Yeah, I, the I mean, car's real different.
3: sweet. That's that's neither here nor there.
2: And then he just walks in the fucking house. Yep. He's he, he's supposed to be investigating. He don't knock on shit. He just walks in and runs into Baba Gadoosh. Baba Gadoosh. Or however you want to pronounce him. I called him Alakadoosh. Whatever the fuck. Dr. Kadoosh. Anyway, this is Dr. Acula he runs into. We're wearing a turban. <laughs> like that
3: old Johnny Carson character.
2: Well, anyway, he talks like, come on in, and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And he's very, you know... It's very methodical, very calm. And, and it's just, it's it's agonizing. And then we get introduced... To, to the other cop. Officer, officer,
3: officer chicken shit.
2: Oppos- I don't know what the fuck he is. <laughs> he's just a prissy little bitch He comes in there and he's scared like, I'm of everything. not going. I mean, he... I mean, he's scared of everything. He he doesn't well,
3: want to go. They they want to send him out to the house, but they, he doesn't want to go because of, of... This house has a reputation of ha- have having had a mad scientist and monsters that were created yes. many years ago. And so the... the uh, officer chicken shit doesn't want to go because he's scared of the monster.
2: And what's funny about it, the inspector, the one stupid thing he keeps doing is after people enter his office and close the door behind them, he yells at them, get in here! Yeah. yeah, They're, they're already, like, they're already tw- fucking inside. <laughs> <That's just, laughs> he's he, fucking moronic. In like
3: 25 minutes. and yep. He tells them get in. Um, but this guy's a, a fucking adult. An adult police officer and he's scared of fucking monsters. How the hell did he pass his fucking test?
2: I have no idea. He's like a... I guess the best way to do it, if anybody's familiar with the Little Rascals, mm-hmm. this is almost Little Rascal-level acting, but these people are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. These are adults, yeah. Kids acted better than they I mean, did. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's that kind of over-exaggerated bullshit we're dealing with. And then he goes and he meets, like I said, he meets up with the Swami. Yep.
3: <laughs> swami. that's
2: right, yeah. You know, <laughs> after that, and he leads them and says, well, the... The uh mystical orb room or whatever the fuck he whatever calls bullshit it. Bullshit he calls it, but the we Drape Room. We get
3: this scene, this this long set of scenes where where Dr. Acula is leading the detective Tuxedo. It's supposed to be down this dark hallway. But it's um,
2: pitch fucking black, but yet you can see them just fine. Yeah, you can There's see no them. No light.
3: It's pitch black. You see the, the the room they leave, and then the next time you see a room is, is the room that they enter. So th- what I I know what happened. What happened is they didn't have an extra long hallway to film in, yep. so they had one section that they darkened, and they had them two actors walk <laughs> through it four times fucking Fl- Flintstone style or Scooby-Doo <laughs> style and called it a long, dark hallway because they didn't have the set for it.
2: And, stup- and stupidly tells them, you must watch your step. Well, no shit. It's dark as shit.
3: Obsessed with UFOs and extraterrestrials?
1: Convinced there's a chupacabra in your backyard?
3: Is your doppelganger ruining your life?
1: Do you love all things haunting related?
3: If you answered yes to any... Or none of these... Then these are the mostly sensical... Slightly drunken ramblings for you? Question mark. I'm Emily. And I'm Joel. And we're the hosts of Drink Drunk Dead. Join us... Our two cats, Emma and Otto. And our house ghost...
1: Every week as we have a few
0: drinks discuss all things paranormal and And raise raise a toast toast to to our ghosts
3: so then then they meet some old dude who came out of the back of the adult video store and and (laughs) 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 that's true
2: and anybody ever been to one of those creepy asshole video stores they don't really exist yeah, anymore but they still do they but then you look stores. in the back room and then there's always that curtain in the back yeah that <laughs> and, you and you always see some old bastard walk out with a stack of shit in his hand and you know
3: damn well you always it doesn't matter what what genre of movie was next to it yeah it could have been fucking romance if yep. you were a 10 year old kid you pretended to be in the romance section so you can try to sneak a peek 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 your head around and look at those into curtains blue. and see what kind of dirty movies in there you <laughs> dirty motherfuckers i know you did everybody did it uh, and so then we are introduced to the uh,
2: monster, the only monster, uh, which is Lobo. Lobo is like a 400-pound hairy two-faced dent. It's like Har- a- Harvey Dent, excuse me. He's a two-faced like melted-ass
3: fuck. Yeah, he's like a giant zombie.
2: And you find out he died. Yeah. Or he didn't die, but he was horribly maimed and burned in, an, in a fire... Uh, apparently, this house was previously owned by some mad scientist. Fuck. Right, right, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we get introduced to him, but he just stands there.
3: So then we get to the seance scene.
2: Yes. Well, hopefully, before we do that, uh-huh. uh, right before that comes up, we got Officer Krupke shows up. You know, okay. the stupid little wuss <laughs> chicken shit, yeah. With chicken shit cop shows up outside, and we can't forget he gets out of the car. And he's approached by the then now woman in black. So there's a woman in black who comes and a woman out of the in forest yeah. in the fog. You know, they only got one fog machine for this movie. It's yeah. only coming from one direction and it's you it, can they, say, Hey, 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 ease up on the fog. We it, only have a Everybody walks
3: know. in the same five feet of
2: woods. For, exactly. And he does one of those my cousin Vinny things when he comes out of the fucking cabin and just opens up. Yeah. He fires he empties his revolver at this bitch that has no idea and, who it and is and then dives back in the fucking car. Yeah. Uh, to protect and, and hides on the floorboard Officer and stays there. Chicken shit. Yeah, he ain't. It's fucking stupid as shit. Now we get to the sounds. The Go seance for it. Neon scene.
3: <laughs> Holy shit! What the, what do we say about that? So, Dr. Acula is a con artist who pretends to bring the dead back to life. Yep. In order to bilk uh, unsuspecting widows or widowers. And sitting
2: at one side of the table, we have three fucking skeletons. Right,
3: so let, let let's set this up, James. Okay, so let's set this up. We get don't get too fucking far. Alright, so we had Doctor Acula at the head, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh we have on his right we have the his his first his his next victim, some old bitch. Yep. And <laughs> Next to her is either her younger lover or her son. It's not really explained who it is.
2: Actually, it is a lover. Okay, it's a lover. It's, it's, her, it's her new love interest, but we all know what he's trying to do. Yeah, it's James She's an old rich bitch, and he's trying to, she, she's trying to like snake a, the old bitch for her money.
3: It's like a reverse uh, Anna Nicole Smith and her old man. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we have, uh, standing behind him is, do- is Detective Tuxedo, who's, who's watching the event. Yep. Uh, and then to, her, to Dr. Acula's left, we have three skeletons. Why? I don't know. I guess he needed more people, no, more bodies there. One, no
2: idea whatsoever.
3: One skeleton has a little bit of hair. The next skeleton has a little bit more hair, and then the third skeleton has a whole fucking wig on <laughs> for some fucking reason. I don't know. But they're, they they have their hands up on the fucking table, and so he pre- he proceeds to do this seance where to his left there is a coffin, and his assistant is standing next to the coffin. Yep. So then, at some point in the ceremony, the the assistant opens the coffin up, and the Widow Widow's husband is apparently in there, and sits up and <laughs> at a
2: at a forty five degree angle.
3: Yes, and proceeds to tell her everything that she wanted to hear, and then tells her that he approves of her new James Dean boy toy, and proceeds to tell her that they will they will talk again, so she will she will let them come back and talk to him again at another time, and. Not a single person. in First of all, neither, neither the the widower or the boy toy is frightened by this, and the old man is just talking like everything's normal, like like he isn't didn't just come back from the dead.
2: And and, and like I said, it's not even acted. No, if anybody's ever watched like old science fiction shows, you know, you get that robotic voice and that's yeah. telling him this is exactly the way this dude is talking. He's yeah. like. You can go ahead and marry him. It's okay. He's a good guy. Here's the thing? I'm still trying
3: to figure out why the hell he needed three fucking skeletons. It's never explained (laughs) in the goddamn thing. Why three skeletons? What does that have to do with
2: it? Ed couldn't afford three more actors. So he
3: gets skeletons from Spirit Halloween Store? What the fuck, That's right. Throws
2: them on the table. Fuck it. Who cares, you know? And I have seen Pope Hill... Infomercials from the 60s and 70s are more entertaining than this movie has been to this point. Yeah. It's really fucking stupid. I mean, I, you know, we've done some 50 movies, yeah. 50s movies, and pretty much they've all been fairly charming. This right. one here is almost a cruel joke. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it, it's over the top ridiculous. I
3: mean, I get it. it's I'm, an Ed
2: Wood movie. I get it. Yeah.
3: But God dang, man. Come on. At least Plan 9 had some laugh factor to it. Or some,
2: well, the one some part that was good. Well, not one part, but anyway. And then we get Officer Chicken Shit finally gets up the nerve to get out of the fucking car. Uh-huh. And comes rushing into the drape room, as they call it, uh-huh. where they're holding the seance. And he goes, nobody move!
3: <laughs> he's fucking 45!
2: I, I said, well, you got the clients on one side, but you know, I also said, he ain't going to have no problem with them it's three skeletons. skeletons them, motherfuckers the ain't, ain't <laughs> them motherfuckers ain't moving. Um, and then, as he approaches them, he turns around... And, and who's there? Who cares? Fucking Lobo. Lobo comes in and he has Staggering. these cheap, shitty special effects bullets in his gun because you can see the little poof right. of smoke, yeah, when he's firing it's like the a weapon, cap gun. But yet he just walks right through it and he clubs this fucker and drags him out of the room.
3: And so we thought, okay, Officer Dip Chicken shit got killed. We that finally. Oh, finally a, a death. death. Finally.
2: But there was bare, there was no blood. No blood. Well, I mean, he just strangled him, so it, it wouldn't be blood. Or we thought we he he strangled know, he, him. He bludgeoned him with his fist. He just kind of right. double fist clubbed him and then drug his ass out of the fucking room. And so. they stick
3: his ass in a coffin. Because, like, Detective uh, Tuxedo eventually finds the officer in the coffin. And we're thinking, okay, he's dead. First death. Yep. But he's not dead. He comes back to life because we see him later on at the police station.
2: Yep. And and here's the stupid thing. To this point, at when Lobo jumps his fucking ass and clubs him, we have been 59 minutes through this movie. Of oh, a 69-minute f- movie. Of a 69-minute movie. Literally no death. Just the
3: one at the beginning. Exactly. But, none, none, but that, none that was caused, just an
2: example death. That yeah. wasn't even a ghoul death. This right. was some fucking punk teenager that rolled his car. None caused by the ghouls, though. Nothing Not caused by the one. ghouls. You know, and... When we finally do, in the last ten minutes of this movie, finally get some fucking death, it's the result of a shootout with the cops. Yeah. Uh, You know, Swami goes and hides in the back room and sends out one of his cronies who comes out firing a pistol, and they shoot him, and he does the stupidest fucking spin move, fake death. I mean, it's just it's over-the-top fucking moronic. And while the shootout is going on, swami grabs the girl in white quote-unquote fake ghost bitch mm-hmm. and they try to sneak the fuck out and they emerge from the room and all the cops are staying there because backup is now shown up and they're all standing there and they're talking the guy in the middle what's his name uh, fuck stick from the coffin at the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the widow, the, the dead dude. Or and I don't even know where the hell he's been the whole fucking movie. He uh, this, just showed up here at this in this fucking. Place. There's like three people that show up that I have no idea who the fuck they weren't in this movie before. They weren't. They just and, showed up. And he starts talking in his little Star Trekky old sixty six. Yeah, echoing, you know, telling him, Doctor Swami, you shithead, you fuck, so you fiend. They like know.
3: they get him down and they kill him.
2: Well, it looks like I no, think they, don't they kill just him. they just take him down and clobber him, and then put him in the coffin, and they put him in a fucking coffin, and then pick the coffin up. Actually, they go to shut the coffin. That's right. And when they do, all of a sudden he's like, ah, he's like, he could have pushed up on it. Yeah. He's wide awake. He yeah. doesn't fight. They he's... seal the coffin, and then it shows them carry him off, and you don't see him again. Nope. So you're assuming they thought he was dead, and they said he needs well, to return to the grave or whatever shit.
3: I think I don't think they because they heard him yelling. I think they were just going to bury him alive.
2: I don't know. Yeah, they were just walking. I mean, if you heard, I mean, we didn't hear shit. Well, no,
3: because you saw him wake up before the coffin closed. Exactly. So they and they were all there. So they all saw him like get closed up alive. So. Either
2: that or either that or this that odd fuck. You know, I'm just gonna call him the odd bastard. Uh, he closed the, the uh, coffin on him anyway, and apparently it's fucking soundproof because they yeah. didn't hear shit. Yeah. And so they take him away, and you don't see him. Nope. And then the white. The, the the woman in white goes outside. She's walking cool. around trying to get out and trying to figure out what the fuck to do and she runs into the woman in black yep. who says, It's time to go home to the great You know, you gotta go back, you know, it's time for you to come home too. So she walks into the forest in this trance yep. and then just fucking vanishes.
3: And then we we cut to a scene of the officer chicken shit, detective tuxedo, the inspector, and some curly-haired douche. <laughs> and they're all talking about what happened, what what, what happened with the case, where everybody, Where Dr. Akula go to, because they can't find him. Dr. Akula. And then they, <laughs> then they make the deduction that he must be in the graveyard, and then they go check the graveyard. Or they're going to go check the graveyard, but the movie we ends We don't there. even
2: get that. Movie ends. The movie ends. Yeah. There, there's, there's no... Sorry, there is not more to talk about on this one, but it is literally...
3: There's no... Like, this, there's no three-act structure, there's no a, a to B to C, there's just no. a, a to C, that's it. There's no B.
2: It's like somebody spilled a bowl of alphabet soup, if you want to talk about that shit. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about just a fucking mess. There is nothing about um, movie. So, be my guest, sir, how do you rate this lovely motion picture? Uh,
3: man, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's an Edward uh, quote-unquote classic. Yeah um it's very difficult to watch it has it has its charm you know it's a 50s as bad as they are movies and shorts from the 50s and 60s are have a charm to them yes they do um they had they have a unique quality all their own um i uh it was still difficult to get through it's because it was so fucking hard to follow it I mean, it really was, it was and and then the fake
2: that we we also even forgot to talk about the fake ass ghost that passed by in the background. There's a the couple bunch of shit times that we didn't talk about, about
3: because it's not even relevant. <laughs> it's not fucking relevant. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm gonna give it a three you gonna give it a three three it's uh yep. something you need to watch with some friends and and drink definitely and play a game but uh um it's not something that you want to um watch all that often
2: no, no, and alcohol would definitely help with this one, yeah, definitely for sure, so what about you oh God almighty um I'm not gonna be as nice to this one see usually the fifties charm when you open? carries me through this one yeah, unfortunately, not this, this one didn't have the it factor for me when it comes to the fifty movies. Okay. The acting blue. Yeah. I mean, of course it's it's corny back then, but at least some fifties movies, the horror you know, the 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 acting is actually not so bad. Right. You know, like when we watch some of those other older movies like the the Doctor Doctor Terror's House Horror. Doctor Terror's House Horror. Right. Very well acted. And Mm -hmm. it was from way back. Yeah. You know, but this was not well acted at all. It's like they took a bunch of fucking schoolhouse morons and says hey we're going to put on a sunday play everybody yeah. our little halloween play or whatever yeah um and that's what it felt like mm-hmm. like a little neighborhood theater play it was not that's, that's what it looked like too because yeah. all,
3: all the sets looked like theater sets the
2: effects were There's laughingly no, dorky
3: i mean the, the effects were like what you would expect from 1950s like haunted house like a, a trumpet on a string yeah that's supposed to be a ghost playing trumpet. a trumpet a dude a dude in another a,
2: fact we left out which was stupid but you know what it's okay a dude in a white sheet that's supposed to be a ghost not, yeah not a clansman just i mean literally yeah. walking by with his hands up Ooh, yeah scooby-doo looking shit. exactly so except scooby-doo was good um so i am actually going to punish mr wood for his uh Atrocity. Atrocity. This right. one, This one's really bad to me. Okay. I'm going five turrets oh, on this five. one. I'm worse, slam dunk huh? I'm slam dunking this one because, you know, usually I can say, oh, man, it's, it's charming. It's got some humor to it. It is delightfully corny mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. But it's not. Too delightful. It's not. It's No. And yeah. it, it it's, I guess you could say it's good enough to watch once mm-hmm. and drink. And get a kick out of it, just because of how god-awful it is.
3: And it's Ed Wood. It's a piece, as bad as it is, it's a piece of film history. Yes. Ed Wood, for good, bad, or infamous, or whatever, he has his place in the history of movie making.
2: Yep, and all I'm going to say is the synopsis hit it right on the fucking head. This is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
3: (laughs) Not as bad as Zozo, though.
2: No, Zozo was still... That is I mean... That is a crowning achievement. We keep of crap. bringing that back up, you guys. I'm telling you. That is the I, and if you if you have watched it, you didn't listen to us, but that's okay. But that was the crown. <laughs> I mean, cr- crown achievement of crapdom.
3: I mean, God bless America. We're getting off topic here, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so you, you gave it a five. I gave it a three. Yep. So yeah, there you go. There's there's our
2: review. Yep. And uh, I wish I could be a little more. I wish I could be nicer to this one, but I just can't. Can't do it. Got to do what you got to do. Yep. Anyway. So,
3: all right, James. Well why don't you tell us where they can find us on uh, social media and where they can find our podcast?
2: Absolutely. You can find our podcast on we are uh members of the fourthhand dot com network. You can go on there, and find our two shows, uh What the Suck and Fear um State of Fear. Fear Factor, what? Fear Factor, Ah, uh, no. Yeah. Go and I'll uh, do that. Let me do that again. No, it's fine. We'll keep
3: it. We'll keep it. <laughs> keep it. Keep it, just go, just go.
2: And, of course, you can find us on Facebook under What the Suck Podcast, and you can also find us on Instagram under What the Suck. And when you uh, search what the suck, you have to put the underscores, of course. You can also find our podcast. Of course, like I said, we're on fourthhand.com, but we're also on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple, Apple Podcast. We're pretty much Stitcher, everywhere. anywhere, Castbox, yeah. you yeah. know. So
3: and uh, we are. I mean, we're on all the big ones and some small ones. And um, I just found a list of I think like ten more small ones that yep. that I'm about to get us on. So we'll and be...
2: you've even and you've even got us on YouTube we are now, brother. On, on the tube of you for sure. Oh. So, just go look
3: up What the Suck on YouTube, What the Suck podcast on YouTube, and uh, I believe you should find at least our first seasons on there for sure.
2: That's right. Well, until next time, my friends, this is James, and if it ain't on What the Suck, it ain't shit. This is
3: Chris, and I will see y'all at the next shit fest.
2: Peace!
1: Deuces, motherfuckers.
2: been listening to a fourth hand joint.